0: Hello and get ready. Prepare your heart as we dive into the Word of God. Pastor Steve Castle of Beloved Church in Lena, Illinois, is about to lead you into a life-changing encounter with grace and truth. Jesus Christ has a divine, perfectly orchestrated destiny for those who are willing to be adventurous enough to receive his favor and blessing into their life. Our prayer is that you will allow the presence of the comforting Spirit of God to radically display the Father's love for you. You are part of God's beloved family, and that means you are greatly loved. Now, over to Pastor Steve.
1: Let's pray for a minute. Father, thank you for what you're doing to and through us as your followers, your kings and priests. Holy Spirit, thank you for what you've already done, softening hearts, preparing the word. Bless this time together in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, in our house, we have setups constantly. From worship, to words and knowledge during prayer, to what Pastor Kay shared. And and I think you'll understand more as I kind of unpack what the Lord gave me for this morning. But, how many were here when I spoke on a kingdom Heart, the heart from a kingdom perspective about a month ago or so. Yeah, okay, good, good. All right, because this is kind of part two. The Lord's just continuing to impart this and bring this to the forefront. And so it's really an important message for us, I believe. And this morning, I I could probably take a little piece out of every song, but I want to be close, close to your side. So heaven is real and death is a lie. We live in heaven. So heaven is real. But we've got to grab it here because intellectually it makes no sense, right? And it spoke about all across the Bible. This morning we're going to look into Paul a little bit and his heart on a lot of these things and and some of the things he said on it. But what a great setup. Okay, so the kingdom of God is in everyone here, right? Okay. Okay. And we're commanded to serve the kingdom of God. Yes? So that means we're commanded to serve each other. Whatever that looks like. Okay, good. You've got to love yourself first to have a real grasp for how much your Father loves you. Does that make sense when I say it that way? We can't believe the lies that the enemy wants to ping. You're not worthy. You're not worthy. Oh, you're not all that in a cup of tea. We've got to really be radically in love with Jesus. And with that comes loving ourselves and understanding God made us exactly the way we are. And although it's a process to get out of our flesh, we've really got to understand who God created us to be. Okay, some of of y'all went on tilt. A little, a little bit, and it's okay, I did too. Just marinate on that. It'll 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 come, I promise. Matthew twenty, please, King James twenty seven. And whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant. twenty eight even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give His life for many, for us. So, we're talking about a servant's heart. What a better servant than Jesus. Right? He didn't, he didn't come to get ministered to. I had a revelation a few years back about huh, God's got a sense of humor, right? So if you don't get that, get it. Because he'll talk to you in ways and you'll go, Pfft, yeah, I got it. <laughs> That's so good. Because there I am going, okay, Lord, where am I going? I was on a road trip out somewhere. and I'm going, Lord, where do you want me to go? Where am I going to get fed? Get it. On Sunday morning. So I used this little iPad and I would Google local churches and then I'd be asking, Holy Spirit, where am I going? Where am I going? Where am I going? Am I going to get fed there? And one day it was like, um, excuse me. It's not always about you. Huh? Really? Because I kind of thought it was. I mean, at that point I did. I'm just saying, right? I want to be fed. I want to, I want to go someplace and listen to mansy pansy. Well, guess what? Just go. Why? Because we all carry the kingdom of God and we leak it everywhere we go so it doesn't matter didn't matter the brand on the church didn't matter right didn't matter what the name was what if there was one person I was supposed to just touch on the way by and say hey good morning and greeting time and that was the impartation and that was the reason I was there it was a real tilt moment for me I'm I'm just being real okay so just like Jesus came To not be ministered to, but to give it all. Want more? Want more from our King? Give more. In all things. He gave His life for us. Okay. Once you grab that revelation... The freedom that comes with that is incredible. And I mean, it's a constant. It takes more than a minute. It did for me. It, some of you might get it just like that. Some of you might have got it just like that. That's awesome. But it took a minute for me. But the freedom that came with that was incredible. One of the most controversial Facebook posts I ever posted is back in like 16 when I posted that. Stop going to your local body on Sunday mornings to see what you can get and start going to give what you have. And I got flayed behind the scenes. Oh, praise God, whatever. It's okay. Well, it certainly wasn't the last time and it's okay. But it showed me truly how people's heart is to get, not to give. Yet, who are we supposed to model? We got this great guy to copy with praise God, because if I had to read books and get a degree in it, I'd be horrible. I can just copy Jesus. What a simple thing to do. Want to be successful in the supermarket business? Go find a great supermarket and copy them and build it across the street. You'll do really good. That's what they do. They find out what's working in the market and they duplicate it. Want to sell hamburgers? Go build across the street from McDonald's. You will sell hamburgers. I promise. Okay. So we've got Jesus to copy. Let's copy Jesus. Romans 12:1, please. 502 times in the King James version the word servant is used. That's a lot. 209 times serve is used and i'd love to take a minute and go through them because you'll be shocked even just if we read three words of it but i encourage you to do it if you want to know if the holy spirit pings you on that do it just do it on your app it's it's simple service is used 132 times most of those three words revolve around serving our heavenly father and serving each other as the body of christ So it's a pretty important thing in our Father's heart, right? It's throughout scriptures. I beseech you. I'm going to back up just a minute. How many... I'm teachable. Can we just be clear on that for a minute? I'm teachable? Okay. How many people actually, before they start reading something in the Bible, understand who the letter was written to? maybe a little bit about the author. I know, kind of, sort of, sometimes. That was my world. I'd much rather have somebody else tell me all that than to seek it for myself. Okay. So I'm going to kind of poke and prod a little bit today. And um, don't be mad at me. Be mad at him, because it's his word and his original authors that he spoke through that you're kind of upset with. Okay. So, in the... Every Bible I've ever opened has a little dissertation at the front in a chapter about the author, the place. One of the best and easiest to understand, i found, is the Passion Translation. So I'm going to read a little bit about what Brian shared about Paul as an introduction. And he actually goes, you'll find fascinating stuff. So I, I kind of encourage you to maybe dig around a little bit. All right. What you're about to read is a 2,000-year-old letter penned by the Apostle Paul, inspired by, inspired by the Holy Spirit. You will be stirred. Oh, praise God. Who wants to be stirred? I love being stirred. I want to be zealous for him. I want to be on fire. Challenged. Absolutely. Yeah, come in my sandbox, please. I invite you all. Kick sand around. Let's, let's go. I'm in. Sorry if you don't have that. And I don't mean to but just argue with him. Perhaps even corrected as you read this enlightening letter. Paul's gospel was the gospel of grace and glory. When you receive the grace of God by faith, righteousness, righteousness, that's about as unused in the general body at large as the word repent today. Are you righteous? Are you holy? That will put people's heads sideways almost as hard as repent. But, again, don't be mad at me, be mad with our king. And that's not our house. That's not this body. Is it? No, not at all. When you receive the grace of God by faith, righteousness is birthed within your life. The love of God is so rich, it leaves our heart full of heaven. Indeed, I want to be full of heaven all the time. When we believe in Jesus Christ, he pours his spirit into our hearts until every sense of abandonment. Anybody ever been abandoned in any way, shape or form? I don't mean like everybody ran out of your life, but even in a little way, it doesn't take a lot for us to feel abandoned in this situation. We become children of God, sons and daughters of glory who follow the Lamb. Do you want to be enriched and discover the heavenly treasures of faith, grace, righteousness, and power? Then plug into the book of Romans and you'll never feel the same again. Truth sets your heart free and nothing can set you freer than the truth found in Paul's letter to the Romans. Now... Does that mean you got to... No. Do what you all want. But I found that to be a fascinating dissertation of even the King James Version of Paul and his letter to the Romans. Okay. 12-2 Romans, please. James of the King. And... Go to one, please, Craig. I'm sorry. I beseech thee. I beseech you, therefore, brethren. Beseech is a pretty big word. I implore you. I beg you. I pray is another way it was used in the Greek. By the mercies of God. Well, could you put a stronger stamp on it? Uh, He's begging you. That you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. That's a pretty bold statement. I love looking at different versions of the Bible, but I always go back to the King James. King James king james and be not conformed to this world this world this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect to God so the renewal of the mind we talk about a lot we talk about it as Soul. We talk about it as our mind. We talk about it as our thought process. Right? Okay. So we've got to renew our mind. And that is a process. It's getting rid of the old. It might be a brother correcting you when you say something. It might be a sister correcting you. Did you really mean to say it that way? Do you really? Do you just declare that over yourself, brother? Right? We understand that. Okay. Because... It's so much more than that. That's a beautiful thing. And we've got to do that for each other because we love each other. But is it not setting ourselves apart from this world? In ways that you might not want to know or might not want to do. But when we partner with the enemy, are we really setting ourselves apart from the world in a way that pleases our God? and really makes us set apart to those looking at us from afar that we don't even know are looking at us, going, well, I know know he goes to that church on Sundays and Wednesdays and they do this once a month thing and they do that other thing, but but he's still doing that. But you think it's okay. Well, maybe ask God if it's okay. Just saying. Because it's not what I think. It's not what it... It's what he thinks is best for you in your journey and where you're at exactly. The renewal of our mind into the Father's heart for us really revolves much more than us. It revolves around all of the people that surround us. Our families, the people we're in a local body with, our family here, the people we encounter at the grocery store, at the workplace, whatever those encounters are... Why? Because if we're going to serve the kingdom of God, we've got to be ready 24-7, yeah? So, I'm going to use the Chinese buffet, but how many times have we been in a place where we're not ready to jump up to the call from a brother or sister that need prayer? Please come. We're at the emergency room. Please come. There's been an accident. Please come. And you just got done at the Chinese buffet. And you're so full, you can't even get your body off the couch. Are you ready to serve God? I lived it for a bit. I love food. I don't know if you all know that or not, but I love I can pack some groceries away, too. I love it. But when I cross that line, am I ready to serve? There are some people that walk in, some messages that think it's okay to smoke pot and drink alcohol. And I'm not, I'm not judging them. That's not my place. Holy Spirit's got that. But are they ready to serve when their mind is not spot on? That's the question. And that's where I'm going with this. Are we constantly in a place where we're ready to serve wherever we're at? Wherever we're at. Because that's what he wants. Jesus was. Was there ever a time scripturally we can find where they said, Hey, Master, come over here. Look at... And he said, You know, I'm a little busy right now. I've got to take a nap. They even woke him up from a nap to calm the sea, right? And he went back and took a nap because he was so sure it was done. Okay. Be set apart. We are what we behold. And not only are we what we behold, others think you are what you behold. So if they see you hanging around, how effective are you going to be to minister to them? 12.5, Gregor, please. The whole body part is what he goes through in the next, in, in the last couple of verses. And it's just not where I want to go. I want to stay on the servant's line. So I'm going to stay away from the body. It be in the body. And prophesying and edifying and exhorting. Because we live that here. Y'all just did it for like 12 minutes. It was beautiful. Okay. So we, being many, are one body In in, right? We're in Christ. Fully in Him. Okay. In Christ and everyone members one of another. Galatians 3:28:29, please. So we're members of one another. That's better than, than genetically being a brother or sister, because you're in Christ, I'm in Christ. We're in Christ. That's why we can operate as the body and deal with each other as opposed to in the flesh, in the spirit. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. Bond servant. There's neither male or female. For ye are all one in Jesus Christ. And if ye be Christ's, then... Are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise? 29? That was 28. 29. Oh, thank. And it, there we are. They were together. Thank you. And if he had, then we are Abraham's seed. Sure. Trickery. <laughs> It's that technology technology and it's trickery. And I control it in Jesus' name. So, we are heirs and genetically into the seed of Abraham. We are grafted into the seed of Abraham. Why? Because God said, we are, we are. So who we partner with means a lot. It's probably not. We got to pay attention to what's going on around us on a regular basis to know who we're partnering with. It's really fighting against the kingdom in the world today, especially we live in glorious times. I don't know anybody that's in the ministry that doesn't say these are the most glorious times we've ever seen. More people are coming to Christ than we've ever seen. People are covered up with this muck and mire and all these lies out there, and they are crying out for something. If you've not seen it, call me. We'll go to Walmart. Can't leave. It'll be amazing. People just keep coming. And everybody we pray for gets saved, healed, delivered. They're getting touched. I tried to go to a bike shop the other day, and it was like 45 minutes with this woman, and I'm Okay, Lord, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. It's not my time. Get it? But it was gorgeous. It was glorious what the Lord did in a setup to a yielded heart, right? That's what That's what I'm trying to get in because we all touch people constantly. But if you're in a hurry and you're running by somebody and you, hey, good morning, and you touch them, is that a kingdom touch? Are you really in that place? I don't know that answer for sure, but what I know is... If you're walking by them and your eyes are focused on your king and you're walking where we live and you touch them, you will see the difference in them. It happens all the time. It's an impartation. Okay. The spirit division that Pastor Steve's been talking about, we've talked about in our grace group, It really wants to divide everything possible in the world today. Us as a body, our family units, our villages, our towns, our states, our country, races. There is no race, right? Did we just not read that? There is no race. There's no color differential. There's no sex in the kingdom of God. So, don't let the enemy partner with you in any way, shape, or form. Because he's trying, even through little binging thoughts, to get you to grab that and partner. It's just ugliness. Just ugliness. So, we are, being many, one body in Christ... And everyone members of each other. Having then gifts according to the grace that is given us, whether it's prophecy, let us prophesy according to the portion of our faith. So be who you are. Don't try and be somebody else. You can't serve copying somebody else. Plastic fantastic is everywhere in our world. What's our world want you to do? Be something you're not. Dress like this guy. Dress like that guy. Act like that guy. Make your body look like that guy. You can. You too, through this marvelous beverage, can look like that. How about you look like you? How about you be you? Be who God created you to be. I'm not saying don't take care of this physical form. But but I am saying stop trying to be somebody else. Because once you're you, you'll be amazed at what you do in the kingdom of God and in your life. You'll advance in ways you can't imagine. You'll get catapulted along with some of these little things throughout your journey. It's fascinating. But be who you are created to be is super, super important. All of this journey is about love. Every bit of it. Love for one another and love for yourself. All on the foundation of your love for Christ and your love for your Heavenly Father. So, if you want more, there's always more. Always, always, always. Get on your face and cry out to your daddy. He'll always, always answer a hungry heart, right? His eyes are searching to and fro, right? He's always looking for those that are hungry for more. So stop asking for things that are already done on this side of the cross and grab it. It's right there. But you've got to do your part. Super easy and it's so fun. And I know that once you begin to serve the kingdom the way God designed you to do, You will move from glory to glory in ways you didn't think possible. And I know we've got a bunch of testimonies in that room of people that have done that and gone, Oh, look at what's happening in my life. now! this is crazy. I never dreamt this was even possible. So fun. It really is fun. And once again, the the same way that the Holy Spirit's funny and our Father has a sense of humor, it's okay to have fun. We don't have to be pompous and serious and... Put your frowny, I just sucked a lemon face on. It's okay to be excited and zealous for our king. He that exhorteth on exhortation, he that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. 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 How many people do we know that can take one verse and roll on it with a dissertation to get a doctoral degree? Ever seen anybody brought to Christ that way? Now, I'm all about diving into stuff. I love going Greek. I love going Hebrew. They're absolutely to drive my own journey. But quite honestly, it's the simple gospel message that brings people to Christ. It's the simple love of Jesus that you carry in you when you pray for somebody. That touches them incredibly. It'll change their life. It'll rock them. Brings them right into the kingdom of God. Light in dark places. Let love be without dissimulation. Don't be fake. Don't be plastic. Be real. Be real. In all things, because people hate plastic. We live in a really plastic society. You want to find out how real that is? Go out in the marketplace and minister to a bunch of teenagers or young 20 year olds and see how quickly they can smell a fraud on you. Well, apparently, when Paul was writing his letter to the Romans, it was the same kind of way. Imagine that. They saw the phonies, they saw the fakes, they saw the ones that were just talking. They want to see the demonstration of power and love through you to them. And they will with a servant's heart. He that rules with diligence, he that shows mercy with cheerfulness. Oh, I'll back up. Abhor that which is evil. Darn, there's that sandbox again. Why? Why is it so important? Why would Paul say something like that in the middle of all of these great comments on how to walk this journey? Because if you want to walk in holiness and you want to carry an anointing that will radicalize people's lives, you need to stay out of evil. Whatever that is. You've got to be holy, you've got to hang out with your daddy. Father's Day, Pastor Steve did a great job talking about all of the facets we as believers have, right? We worship, we read the Bible, we get together in small groups, we get together as the body. It's all components, yet all super important, including stillness and hanging out with your father. That's not chewing on scripture, that's not yapping your yapper, that's hanging out with your daddy. Stillness, it's all over the Bible. Hang out with him. It's all important. So we cleave to what is good. And when we practice that, hanging out with our daddy, he'll tell us what's a problem in our life. Really gently and lovely. Hate. You know, just saying you didn't. What do you think about? You know, why don't you... Because guilt and condemnation never comes from our Father, right? It's not part of His nature. So if it's guilt and condemnation, it only comes from the enemy. And what do we do? Just that quick. You're out. Sorry. Yep. I don't buy it. Ten. Craig, I know. I'm not doing too nice at telling you what's going on. Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love. So even then, there was opportunity to be affectionate to each other with brotherly love. What do brothers do for brothers other than slap each other in the back of the head and shoot spitballs at each other when you're young, right? Not that I ever did that to my brother because he was much bigger than me and he would have chased me all over the place. He would have won probably. But you need a hand change in that spare tire? I see it happening in this body all the time. Hey, I heard you're painting your deck. Can I come over and help you? Right? Brotherly love for each other. Yeah, you're moving. Can I come and give you a hand? Okay. In honor. In honor. So it's not a lording over. It's an in honor that you're serving them preferring one another. Well, what does that mean? That means we prefer each other over the rest of the world. That might not be very popular either, but quite honestly, I don't want to run around with a bunch of people that I'm not like-minded in spirit with. They bore me. I don't want to talk about football. I don't want to talk about the NBA. I don't care about hockey. I care about one thing, Jesus. Ah, sorry. I don't know, it might be kind of rude, but whatever. You know, wrestle with your own stuff. I have. It just gently got removed from my life. All that stuff, stuff I used to really like. And I just don't care about it anymore. I don't care. Why? Because I care about one thing, Jesus. And, and, and then understanding why I'm even on this planet is to do one thing, right? Rule and reign. Not sweat and toil. I'm here to rule and reign. How about you guys? I'm here to walk in all the power and authority God gave me and said I'm supposed to have an honor and how do we get that? by a servant's heart like Jesus that's what Galatians said want it all? serve each other because you carry the kingdom of God in you I'm commanded to serve you so if I serve you then my daddy gives me all his honor and power that's kind of fun it's pretty easy, too. Again, for a guy like me, no doctoral degree, no that's easy to do. I'm not saying anything against degrees. I'm just saying for me, that's really easy. There's so much going on in our world today that we need to speak truth into. And you know the truth in your belly. It's whether or not you're releasing it to your friends, neighbors, and relatives. But, but I prefer to be with any of you than anybody else on the planet. Period. I want to be with the body of Christ. I want to be with like-minded believers. Why? Because we talk about kingdom stuff. We do kingdom stuff. There's minutia involved in ministry. Like, we get together on Tuesdays and we get our socks rocked blessed. We have a great time. Such an honor to walk with the team here. But we still have light bulbs to replace. We have carpet to get. We have a rug. We, right? There's stuff. That's minutiae. And for me, I can struggle my way through some of that minutia, but the quicker, the better, because then we can be back to kingdom talk. Bringing people into the kingdom that we're in and blessing them and speaking truth into them. Right. That's what we live for. So I'm not much of a news guy, but I pay attention to what's going on in the world. Everybody here hates what's going on with little kids being trafficked around the world, of course. Everybody here would say, I would have nothing to do with anybody that have anything to do with that. I know that. Well, this week, the NBA just got called out in court for being partners with the Chinese government trafficking children in China for years. I know. I know. So, I'm glad that came out. I love darkness being exposed. Why? Because now I know exactly why I have nothing to do with the NBA or any of the companies involved with them. Period. It's my choice. I'm not putting that choice to anybody. That's my choice. Not putting any choice on anybody there either. It's going to watch this in the future. But facts are facts. And I choose not to partner with anyone that is not involved in advancing the kingdom of God. Can that happen in all things? No, of course not. I don't know the guy at the gas station. But if I knew the guy that on that gas station franchise or that name was involved in China with the NBA, I'd certainly drive right by him. See, we get to make choices who we're involved with. No differently, I make choices to hang out with you guys. Go to twelve nine in the passion, Craig, please. We are what we behold. So in the last part of, of this of Paul's letter, he goes into the heart mode much more, which is why I'm going over the Passion. If you want to read it in the King James, do. Absolutely. It's a great I love the Amplified, I love King James but it's so eloquent and it's painted so nicely in the passion that this is, a great, this is a great way to keep going on this. Let the inner movement of your heart always be to love one another and never play the role of an actor wearing a mask. Can we go back to that fakeness? Apparently there was a lot of fraudulent fakeness going on back in Rome. When Paul was writing this letter. It's the second time in one letter. He spoke to, don't be a faker. People will know it. Be genuine. Be true. Be who you are. Despise evil and embrace everything that is good and virtuous. Again, despise evil. Well, we know there was a lot of idol worship still going on then, right? So there were probably... People going back and forth, one foot in the world, one foot in the kingdom, that horrible place to live. Ten, please. Keeping your heart in place. This entire journey is a matter of the heart. Are you catching that through Paul's letter here as well? When your heart's in the right place to serve each other, when your heart's in the right place for the local people, be devoted to tenderly loving your fellow believers as members of one family. Don't you love that about Beloved? love you guys? We are a family. We're a family. We are the ecclesia. We love each other. We care about each other. I think everybody in this room knows they can call me at any time and I'll be there. I know Pastor Steve, Pastor K, Pastor Ryan, and Jeff. Craig and Ted. We're all that way. Every, every bit of this family is all about the family. Try to outdo yourselves in respect. And there, we're back to honor. And honor of one another. How do we honor each other as, as a family member of a body, of an ecclesia? What does that look like? How do we honor each other? Are you exhorting each other? Hey, it's so good to see you. I'm so glad things are going awesome. How are you doing on that? What's happening? You know what? We're having some people over at my house. You want to come over? Come over and hang out. Now, I know that that falls under hospitality, but really, isn't it honoring you that I want to include you in my life and what we're doing over here? I'd encourage you to think about ways we can honor each other in different ways. Because it's so important. Eleven. Respect goes easily, right? I Maybe? We understand what respect means, right? Yeah, okay. Alright. Be enthusiastic. Oh boy. Really? I don't really want to jump up and down. I want to just kind of stay to myself. I'm not very outgoing. You know, I'm really an introvert. So I don't really have to go after the Great Commission? I don't like doing that. It's okay. Argue with him. Because he didn't lay out parameters in the Great Commission. If you feel like it, if it's Tuesday and you got time, I know you're busy. I know you're busy sweating and toiling. But can you just stop for, like, ten minutes for me? This guy, I set this thing up. You're going to watch a miracle happen under your hands. But... I know you're busy sweating and toiling. I know there's a lot going on in life. My life's busy too. With what? Kingdom? No. I, 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 yeah, right? Right. Be enthusiastic. I really like that. That's like permission for me. Ha 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 ha! It's awesome. I love it. To serve the Lord. Be enthusiastic. Why? Why? Mentally, how do you make that work? Be enthusiastic to serve the Lord. Well, did He save your life? Did you have a gun in your mouth? Did you come out of great depression, bondage, suicide? Alcohol, drugs, a million, three hundred thousand pieces on the floor and God put you back together and you can sit there and go, well, yeah, I kind of love Jesus. You know, I'm worshiping him right now. He's my king. I Not pointing fingers. I'm just saying if he saved your life, that is something to be enthusiastic about. Right? Yes. Because he really did save your life. saved our lives keep your passion (laughs) keeping your passion toward him boiling hot isn't that awesome that's like my words i love this if i was going to rewrite some of this it'd be all me i love it (laughs) radiate with the glow of the holy spirit why because the bible says everywhere you're contagious why are you holding it to yourself you old stingy Stop being so stingy. Somebody shared it with you. Share it with somebody else. Amen. It's really hard to do. I mean, okay, so I'm being a little facetious. It's not hard at all. You lay your hands on them and bless them. It's super simple. It's really fun, too. Because sometimes the Holy Spirit will do things that you had no idea he was going to do. And you get to watch it happen right in front of your face. Oh. That's that fun? That's awesome. <laughs> okay. So, anyway. Radiate with the glow of the Holy Spirit and let Him fill you with excitement as you serve. Remember that word serve? When we serve the kingdom of God, we get all power and all honor, said the Lord. So, now we're serving and we're releasing the Spirit of God on people. Enthusiastically. Some versions use the word zealous. Twelve, please. Let this hope burst forth within you. Let it blow up in your belly. Stop being an old curmudgeon. Get the lemon out of your face. Get rid of it. Get happy. We stand on the joy of the Lord, right? Okay. So, start having some fun with it. Who wants to get together with a group of people that are sitting there with an old sour lemon in their mouth? I can just imagine the disciples walking down the road following Jesus after a whole bunch of stuff had happened at the village before, going, did you see that dude? (laughs) That was the funnest thing. And that woman cried so hard when she was laughing she couldn't stop for hours. Okay, so maybe you don't get that part. I think it's hilarious because I see it happening. It would be funny. They had fun. Joy spoke about all over the scriptures. You might as well get it. Get it. Grab it. It's the joy from our king. Let this hope, the hope of him, burst forth within you, releasing a continual joy. Don't give up in a troubled time. How do we do that? When we're in a troubled minute, or a troubled day, or a troubled hour, take a leap of faith. Faith equals risk, right? We've talked about that before. Faith equals risk. Step out and risk and go, Hey, brother, can we have a coffee? Can we just talk on the phone for a couple minutes? I just need to get out of this funk. If you really truly believe that brother you're calling is loving you, you'll do it. And it's not a risk. Because you truly believe they love you. And you totally have the concept that That they understand that they're honored to serve the kingdom of God that you carry. So now there's no reason to stand over here and spin circles for 40 years or 15 minutes. There just isn't. Because you're part of a body that loves and lives to serve the kingdom of God. I don't care whether you just came to Christ or you've been in Christ 50 years. The same principle applies. Because guess what? The same enemy is constantly trying to ding you. Right? Okay. Don't give up in a time of trouble. A really fun thing to do. Fun in my world. It might not be fun to you. It might be really ugly and arduous. I don't know. But anyway, I'm going to tell you. So I know. I know that I know that I know at this point of my journey. When the enemy comes knocking on my door for whatever that is. If I step up to that line and passionately praise, not sing karaoke, not sing with a radio song, passionately start praising God for the breakthrough that's on the other side of that attack. You know what happens every single time? It's done. It's done. So I do both because I'll reach out to anybody sometimes even maybe covert i don't even say like man can you just help me out a minute i don't even say it. i just need to talk because guess what we're contagious so just in a conversation i'm getting what you got and the enemy can't stand that and he's going to run so praise your way through it just step in it doesn't take an hour it only takes a second i promise it only takes a minute Don't give up in a time of trouble. Never, ever, 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 ever let him win because we already won. We're in Christ. It was done at the cross. It's only in here that you might not think it's almost kind of, sort of, maybe it'll be done next week. No, it's done now. Well, maybe it'll be done in about six months. No, it's done now. If the Scriptures are correct. They're right. Right? Okay, good. But commune. Uh oh, here we go. Now we're getting sandbox again. But commune with God at all times. I'm kind of busy. Toiling. I'm just saying, you know, it's real. There's so much going on in life right now. I know, but I spent 15 minutes reading the Bible this morning. I prayed before I went to bed. I pray when I'm driving. I worship constantly. Okay, awesome. Commune, commune at all times. Always, 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 always. I know we mow the grass, we wash the dishes, we work. Scott turns wrenches. We all do stuff, right? Get yourself to that place that you can be speaking and communing with God and functioning at the same time. I know it's not 100% possible in some of our tasks in life. Maybe we need to then look at what that task is. Just saying. Because he wants us to commune. He, God, wants us to commune with him all the time. What did we do in the garden before the fall? We walked hand in hand with him in the cool of the day. And we worshipped him. And all of our needs were met until the fall. And then it's all of this sweat and toil and nonsense. 13, please. Take a constant interest in the needs of God's beloved people and respond by helping them. Hmm. Boy, there's a big punch list there, isn't there? Again, I'm going to go back to the, to the board meeting we had two weeks ago. Okay, yeah, the last one we had. The open board meeting. Do you see all the ways you folks as a body are blessing others? It's awesome. And I'm honored to be part of it. It's really awesome. But you know what else I see going on in this body constantly? Which is one of the reasons we're getting our socks blessed off. We bless each other. I see it. I see it. Pastor Kay shared about it two weeks ago. Some of the ways she's been blessed with. We're grabbing these concepts from our king that are all on this side of the cross, 100%. And our lives are wrecked by it. With stuff. With clothes. With food. With housing. With finances. With jobs. With increases in jobs. With relationships. Why? Why? Because He gives us all honor and power when we're walking in Him. When we're serving each other. The stuff that's going on is beautiful. And it's all because we respond to each other in every way we can. And sometimes it may not look anything like what you think it will. And it's still blessing each other it's serving each other which is a kingdom principle we gotta grab and eagerly welcome people as guests in your home well that may or may not be an issue around here sometimes because people like ask a month ahead of time and then so people that might be like asking at three weeks you can't even find anybody to have over <clears throat> but you will be blessed beyond your wildest dreams when we bring people into our homes, why is it important to have them in our homes? Do you pray in your home? you worship in your home? Do you pray over your home? Is it a place that people walk in and feel peace? Of course it is, because that's us. So now we bring people in our home, and they feel that peace, they feel that love. They may not even understand what they're feeling, or what they're sensing, or what's going on. But it's it's as important a concept as laying your hands on people and imparting what you carry in them. You're bringing them into your place. Get it? Eagerly welcome people as guests in your home. It's a great way to serve people. Fourteen. Here's a tough one for Bobby. Used to be. In America... There's this spirit of competition that loves to make people upset with each other. It starts when we're about this big. And it goes to when we're average age here and doesn't stop. I couldn't date a boy from that school if he was the last boy on the planet. You know it. I raised three daughters. I've heard it. I can't go over there. That football team wants nothing. Just saying. That church on that side of the, yeah, it's the, it's on that side, stay out of the swings for just a little bit. They're leaving pretty soon. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's no different than, than the genetic differences in humans across the planet that makes the color of our skin different, or the heart color different, or our eye color, or our hair color different. That's retarded, in Jesus' name. So speak blessing, not cursing, over those who reject and persecute you. Well, you guys, wait, it even gets better than that. Because we get persecuted constantly. Constantly. Whether you know it or not, you're constantly getting little dings that are truly fall under persecution. Do you bless those people? Oh, bless them in Jesus. When the, when the person cuts you off on the road, do you bless them? Or do you growl at them? Right. Right. That's the norm. I will not go anywhere near them. They're wearing a Chicago Bears jacket. What a fool. That ref is the dumbest ref I've ever seen. Really? Is that Jesus' heart? See, it's just one little tweak, Right. They might not literally be persecuting you like you picture with a knife and a sword. But are they indeed, is that the enemy indeed twisting you up? Okay, 15, please. Celebrate with those who celebrate and weep with those that grieve. There are lots of celebrating going on in this body all the time. We love celebrating with each other. It's gorgeous. And we love grieving with each other. But really, truly, grief can be flipped to joy just like that. Because we stand in the kingdom of God. So even though in our physical being there may be a little bit of grief in a situation, we're out of it because of the blood of Jesus. It's already done. That hurt's gone because he'll take it just like that. But, but be with your brothers and sisters. Be with your brothers and sisters. That's what it's all about. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things. That's the King James. Celebrate with... The, uh, uh, 16, Craig. Sorry. I thought you already flipped that. Live happily together in a spirit of harmony. And be as mindful of another's worth as you are of your own. Don't live with a lofty mindset. That's really important in the kingdom. Did we not just talk about Jesus coming in to serve? He lived to serve. He was born to serve. Do you live to serve? That means in no way, shape, or form is somebody over somebody else. In any way, shape, or form. We love people to where we're at. That's kingdom principle. I can only love you to where I am, but I'm getting loved back over here. Right? We talked about that in in the first part of this kingdom mindset for servants. So, there is nobody over anybody, which should absolutely destroy in everybody's mind when we say, Submit yourselves one to another. Because in the world, submit means one thing. In the kingdom of God, it's a beautiful thing. And you're really missing it if you don't. You're really missing it. Huge. I beseech thee to submit yourselves one to another. That was good. Don't live with a lofty mindset thinking you are too important to serve others, but be willing to do menial tasks and identify with those things and with those ...who are humble-minded. Don't be smug or even for a minute think you know it all. Boy, you can't get much clearer than that. Paul must have been dealing with some of the people... Like, maybe he was just being prophetic. (laughs) And really looking at, like, 2020 in Illinois. Hmm. Never hold a grudge or try to get even, but plan your life around the noblest way to benefit others. Truly live your life so that somebody else can benefit and you will be blessed beyond your wildest dreams. Do everything you do as serving the Lord. Do the best you can do at whatever you're doing, because you're doing it for the Lord and he'll bless you for it incredibly. Eighteen. Do your best to live as everybody's friend. King James is, If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. So, why would the enemy want to introduce into our world things that cause conflict to rise between us? I don't like that guy. He wears those kind of shoes. I don't like her because she's got those things on. I See all the little nuances? There's just little things. And it's so easy because we're so open to it. We really have to pay attention.
0: To in the
1: spirit and not pay attention to this carcass. Because it's open for manipulation in your thought process. 19. Beloved, that's us. Don't be obsessed with taking revenge, but leave that to God's righteous judgment. Judgment For the... Justice. Third time's a charm. For the scriptures say, Vengeance is mine, and I will repay, says the Lord. So, it's pretty easy to read that and say... Well, yeah, I don't get all bound up over that kind of thing. I'm not judging somebody. I'm not looking for justice. I'm not going to go take that from them because they took that from me. But in your heart, is that true? Can you really love them the way Christ loves you? And I'm not saying you got to go lay sloppy holy kisses on them. I'm just saying in your heart, in your heart, can you really dismiss yourself from that place? That's, that's the hard part. But it's easy with Him. Because when you give it to him, he'll take it, and it'll be gone. Twenty. And if your enemy's hungry, buy him lunch. And maybe it's somebody that just hacked you off. Maybe it's somebody that, I don't know, took your job. I don't know. Just, you got to put that in your own context. But truly, there's a million different ways that... Somebody who you're twisted about just a little bit. I mean, it's not somebody you're even talking bad about. I'm okay with that, dude. It's all right. Really? Really? Did you buy him lunch? Well, I'm not going to buy him lunch. He kind of ripped me off for a hundred bucks. Huh. Okay. We need to be buying lunch. Win him over with kindness. For your surprising generosity will awaken his conscience and God will reward you with favor. There we are back to that getting rewarded by our king. Huh. King James, in verse 20, is, Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him a drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Now, maybe in some context... Yeah, that sounds a little more fun. I'm going to heap coals on him. There, take that. By loving him, it'll blow his mind. Right? Which is, which is what God's telling us. It'll blow his mind if you just love him. He won't be able to stand it. Because he knows in his heart what he did to you. Okay. 21, please. Never let evil defeat you, but defeat evil with good. There's always a counter. Always a counter. A servant's heart is so important, and I can't implore enough that if we can grab the servant's heart concept, you will see in your own journey The more you serve and you have that concept, you'll watch your journey be accelerated, I promise. Things that used to bug you will be gone. You'll have revelation on stuff that you now are going to start using in your journey. I promise. So like Paul did at the beginning of the chapter, I implore you. I so desire, I pray that you grab this and meditate on it and let the Holy Spirit do what He does and explode that in your souls and your hearts. Okay, so we could stand, please. I want to bless you guys.
0: Thank you so much for sharing a few minutes with us as we have encountered Jesus Christ through the ministry of this precious, life-changing word. If you would like to learn more about the ministry of Pastor Steve Castle and Beloved Church, please visit us online at BelovedChurchIllinois.com or call us at 815-990-0367. Always remember that you are part of the Beloved Family of God, and Beloved Church is a place where you are greatly loved. Now please open your heart as Pastor Steve proclaims the blessing of the Father over your life.
1: Beloved, you who are greatly loved by the Father, I pray, I desire above all things that you prosper and you experience divine health to the degree that you allow that to saturate and prosper your soul. I pray that you receive these words and they change every aspect of your life. I love you.